Alright, hey, I'm on the pod right now. Yeah, low key. I might cut it out though. Oh, that's cut, cut, just get a little snippet, yeah, like a second or two. Say something real quick. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to all the podcasts worldwide. What's happening right here, right now? The sequence begins. Jan and Tyler, spit it out. I'm out. Hey, hey, That's cool. That's a good way to start. I guess we're in now. We're in now. We're Absolutely. 100%. 900% even. 9,000%. So we're in. You know what? This needed to happen. This needed to be done. I needed a guest for this week. And Dude, you wanted to be on. So I'm always here. I, I, I would even love to... Uh, I know this is a little presumptuous of me. I would love to break beyond the role of guest. Oh. That's what I need. I need another like show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that. I I want to I want to dip in. I have been doing so much shit recently. You go and look at my calendar. There ain't a single free day anymore. That's good though. In yeah, a way. it feels it it feels great. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah, when you do a lot of shit, you don't have time to focus on yourself. Maybe. Well, no, I still do definitely. Like I I still a lot time for myself. Yeah. Yeah, but I would consider that being busy. I'm not. I'm not sitting there like twiddling my thumbs anymore in any regard. Cut back the video games a little bit. Yeah, no, not just a little bit. I get maybe three hours a week now. Damn, that's actually good, dude. Right? Yeah. Honestly, if you cut it out altogether, that'd be great. Yeah, but I get you like the game. I I do love the game, but also like at this point, I'm I'm ready to give it up. I don't like. I'm. I will return. I will definitely return. But like, so much more to work on. Right. That's how I see it. Work on it. But I'll jump in and say you listened to the Whammo show where we talked about texting and shit. Right, right. It's kind yeah. of like an ongoing thing. And yeah. you said you like agreed with what we were saying or you were to feeling it. A, to a certain extent, extent, yeah, it was. I, mean, um, I just feel like a lot of people focus too much on like... Oh, it's overcomplicated, honestly. The digital aspect of it? Yes. I just feel like if two people uh, enjoy each other's company, shit will come naturally. It mm-hmm. shouldn't be like, I need to text this person. I can't send them a second message. Twi- uh, two messages messages in a row. Jeezel. Can't send them two messages in a row. Um, yeah, I need to weird. wait this long before I reply. It's just... Yeah. Re- human interaction should not be that. It shouldn't. But I'm also on the boat where like you could do all of that. But send, like, two texts and just be done. Right. Because really, texting, to me, it should just be like, yeah, I could text you. Like, with the girls I'm talking to, I would be, like, texting them three times a day total. Yeah. But it's still, like, interested in them. Yeah. But you don't... What I've come to realize is there's no, like, text riz. It's, it's, it's just a tool to get them on the phone. And then the phone to get them on the date. I mean, you could always ask them out over text, but then they can overthink it and just kind of like, they have too much time to think when when they're on the text, whatever. But, yeah, at both sides do. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I get what you're saying, but a lot of the online dating is all done through text pretty much. So it's like... That's why I don't fuck with it. I mean, I don't fuck with yeah. any kind of dating right now. I am mm. not in the, in a state of mind or... Man life to even i feel that that. actually not even coming close to it i I did download i want a date but i don't want a relationship at the moment right i downloaded bumble 
um, I want to say about a month ago. And I had it for like an hour. Dang. I was in Chicago. And it made me feel gross. And then I came back home and I downloaded it again, like maybe a few days later. She was like, maybe I, maybe I just need to give it a second shot. Yeah. And then not only I'm just, I'm just don't give a fuck. It still made me feel fucking rotten. And like, yeah, it's like you have to present yourself in the, it feels phony almost. I've never had luck with those apps, but I will say most of mine come from Facebook dating. So if you haven't really? set that up, I've been, that's I've been told that Facebook one. dating is like the trashy one. It's, I mean, it's Facebook, right? I deleted my it Facebook. Feel, oh well, that's just, yeah. that might be an issue. My life uh, has been a bit better since I then. I wanted though. to delete mine, right? but I kind of need it for stand up. It's like the only way to figure out what's going on, right? To talk to people too, yeah. which is nice, good and bad. But I'm sure we'll get into this stuff later i wanted to see how your chicago trip was going though this most recent one yeah <laughs> um would you, you go with your boy p yeah 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 or he lives there roadkill i went and go visited roadkill roadkill yeah he's and, not just a letter right right um no no one calls him that that's no one calls him roadkill no no one calls p? him p yeah oh that's a that, that's only a that's a thing like is that his dead name in a way, I think I'm the I'm the only person who like calls him that where it's okay, and I don't even call them that anymore. What kind of car does he drive? Uh, is it a scat pack? <laughs> is that his I car? I don't know what that is. Was it's a like scat a Dodge? Pack? No, Dodge Char- Challenger. No, I saw him driving one. I didn't know if that was his, and then I'm like, damn, if he has one, I gotta get one. No, I don't think I can't remember. I was in it recently and mm-hmm. i just don't remember um but anyway the trip was was good uh the drive to chicago is actually pretty nice from cincinnati the drive yeah. back is dog shit mm. it is the most boring just straight shot it's like a 10 hour drive no it's only five or, i'm sorry uh four ish that's not just bad depending on traffic yeah comedians go there they'll like come to cincinnati for a night and just drive back yeah, so that's not bad at all. I couldn't do it in one night, like there and back. I'd, yeah, yeah, I still don't have the patience. To a bar of behind like, the wheel, to a bar of like fifteen people, and then right. just be like, "All right, now I fucking just want to die." <laughs> now I'm gonna fuck off. Now I'm going back home. Add some but, another two hundred ish miles onto my shit car. Yeah, Jesus. I I want to know what you want to talk about. I don't want to beat around. The I mean, bush. I can keep talking about Chicago for sure. All right, let's I w- talk about went, it. I went to two Halloween parties. Uh, one of them was more of a birthday party. The other one was like a anyone show up kind of deal, it seemed. And that was fun. So met, some, met some people. Uh, went for Halloween or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went as a vampire. Nice. I've been I've dressed up as a vampire three times in October with varying degrees of effort. So like the first time I did it, I wore the whole ensemble. I had makeup done. I got blood on my mouth. Uh, I put you fangs have good pictures in. Of that. Do I? Yeah. No. So that that's a, that's a party where I didn't try as hard. Mm. So there was another party. Oh, uh, so it was that party, and then I nixed the fangs because those are annoying as hell. And as soon as I get to the party, I'm eating something. So that's true. Uh, that yeah. I had a different kind of makeup done, 
And then uh, some girl at the party was like, you're a vampire and you don't got blood on your mouth? Because I didn't bother. I was like, no, I don't. So she like grabbed some lipstick and that's that picture that I put on Instagram. Dude, that was a solid flex. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, I, I, for, I literally, they were, as they're walking away to go grab that makeup, I was like, I don't, no, I don't care. Please, I don't care. But they insisted, so. Where's my vape? Let it fly. I lost my vape. Maybe that's a good thing. It might be. I just bought it, and I bought it just to, just for this. Right. Just so I could talk to you. <laughs> I was sitting on it. I think this happened last time, but yeah, and we talked about how fucking people lose their mind. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's an addiction, but I don't have an addiction, and I'm glad. <laughs> I don't have an addiction. Takes a hit inside my home. Oh yeah, can we vape it here? Yeah, you can. <laughs> I've seen people just like light cigarettes and then just be like, oh, wait, we can't smoke in here. Just like put it out. <laughs> you would think you would ask first, but smoke hookah in here. That's a, that's different. Yeah. Right. I don't like hookah too much. I don't do it very often, but I enjoy it from time to time. Is there more about Chicago? Um, Went to my buddy. My bad. Yeah, I keep <laughs> I keep like drifting off of it. Uh, my buddy threw a birthday party for his girlfriend and. Went to that. That was pretty fun. Mm. That was a bit more. So a couple uh, parties. While you're that was a bit there. more subdued. Yeah, for sure. That's cool, dude. Because I didn't go to any Halloween parties. No. How do you say it? Halloween or Halloween? Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween. I hate Halloween. I'm like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's Cameron for you. But that's solid. I did hang out with some boys. Yeah, I, I heard you went to Vegas, right? Did you have you talked about oh, yeah. that on cast yet? Have I, did we do our last one before Vegas? I went to Vegas October 4th, so like literally a month ago. Man, I think so. I think our podcast was before Vegas. Dude, how did time pass so quickly? Right, it, no, it definitely was because I texted you and I said, I want to do it again. And you're mm -hmm. like, I'm in Vegas camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally got off the air, airplane in Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, I'm down. Not yeah, you need to you need to do that because like, I want to have all these people on and shit. Right, right, right. But I um, never hit them up. But um, uh, and then I'll I'll be right there with you. You can you can you can put it on uh, Musty World podcast featuring John Core, guest of whoever oh, yeah. the fuck we drag on. I, yeah, I even if you need it, I can drag people on. I got some interesting people who might be That's up dope. to do it. Anybody right now? I just have comedians. So. Right, right. Those are my people for the moment. <laughs> but Vegas was cool. I watched a lot of gambling addicts, a.k.a. my friends, right, right. sit at uh, slot machines and sort of just blow all their money, like all of their fucking money. <laughs> and I sat back and watched. Honestly, it gets boring because you're there till like 6 a.m. and then you're just like tired, ready to just die. Plus, I hate. <laughs> honestly, I don't like casinos at all. I think the best part of the Vegas trip was knowing that we were going to Arizona after. So, and that was where I kind of had the most fun, I think. What'd you do there? Uh, I just like the desert. There's a lot of Mexican women. That was the, a plus. that was the most fun of it. I think yeah. the Mexican women, the, the area of Chicago that roadkill lives in. Oh my God. My voice just fucking cracked. It happens. Yeah. I just hate when it happens. Anyway, I didn't even um, notice it. Yeah. Maybe the mic didn't pick it up, but uh, the area that Roadkill lives in, um, I mean, like Chicago mm -hmm. has a pretty big, uh, like, 
Latin community, Mexican community. Yeah, more I didn't so. think about it. I was just like, she's actually Latina. I was just like, she's a Mexican chick. I'm like, what are you? She's like Mexican. So you know how the whole the whole movement with um like people trying to make instead of saying like Latino or Latina, they like yeah. try to like put an X at the end. Yeah. How the fuck do you pronounce that? Latin X. I hate that. I That's so dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. That's so dumb. I don't get Especially it. Especially because like, as far as I can tell, <laughs> there's a lot of people who hate that and would not want to be called that. That's true. It's isn't it kind of like the non-binary for. Latina. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of shit that just doesn't need to be simply yeah. put. <laughs> but yeah, Arizona was way more lit. Really? What? So what'd you do there, dude? Or did I already ask that? <laughs> I just like the heat. They have a different type of hot. I like hate dry the cold heat. weather. Everyone loves the dry heat, not the humidity. That's all you hear is like humidity, humidity. Dude, I just love the desert. Like I, I, I want to be there right now. I'm, I don't like winter. I'm like fall. Just over that. I was happy when the temperature started dropping, but then at one point it just dropped way too far, and I was like, oh, "Please come back. Let's just reel it back up to maybe the lower 60s." I prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I get up in the morning and it's 30. 30 degrees outside and I got to go scrape ice off the front of my car before I can go to work. Dude, that's what I'm fucking saying. Yeah. That's like the, that's the downside to the colder weather, but I definitely enjoy being out in the colder weather more often than like in the heat. Mm. I, I don't get it. So I say that, but then again, I feel like my opinion changes depending on the season. So when it's hot, I'm like, uh, I wish it was cold. And then when it's cold, I'm like, man, I wish it was hot. Kind of like when you're on vacation, you wish you were home a little bit. Sometimes, and then when yeah. you get back, you're like, "Fuck this, take me back!" <laughs> right? It's that all lit. Dog shit. Honestly, my main focus nowadays, dude. I told some guy I was smart last night, and he wanted to like, fuck. He got really angry at me. Got angry at you? I don't know if it was anger, but he got really, uh, like, in my face about it, or what do you call that? Like. I don't know the word. He was in my face and he's like, so what is that based on? How can you prove that you're smart or smarter than me? I'm just like, dude, I'm smart. But then I was like, you're luckier than me though, because I know stuff that just makes me like depressed. And then I also, another thing, the main thing that I'm trying to ease into, because it's sort of like a deep topic. Let's dive in. But the last pod I did with my friend Jacques Roy, he sort of brought this up. Right. Just dealing with like relationships and he was like, so what's your parents' relationship like? And I was just like non-existent. And then he's like, what are your grandparents like? And I was like, not healthy. And then he's like, or we came to the point where I was like, there's no healthy base for me to like base my relationships off of. And then I started like looking into the psychology of what do you call that uh, attachment styles? Yeah, and kind of fucked me up because I can I almost definitely know this that I have an anxious attachment style. I don't know if you know about. No, I don't. Like illuminate. It seems like therapy people would know this. I would mean, feel like right, right. I would feel like so you went to couples therapy. Yeah, but only for like three weeks. That's and a long then, time. Then she's like, "Is it?" Three so three sessions. three sessions. I, I don't would think, think they would cover that. All. That's like the main thing. 
Yeah. I don't know how people don't know much about it, but so really there's like three attached for four, but three mm-hmm. kind of overlap. So there's the secure people, which I don't see too many of, but it's like they're okay in relationships. They, they're secure. They're strong. They don't overthink stuff. They're not anxious, you know, right. they don't like hide anything. And then there's the anxious people who like overthink everything back on the texting thing it makes that hard it's like why is she not responding why is she not responding where is she just super anxious in situations there's so many scenarios but and then there's the avoidant people who sort of like want to just be dependent like still in a relationship but be alone right and after listening to this audiobooks like six hours I, it fucking like clicked for a little bit i gotta listen to it again it clicked. I'm like, damn, I have anxious attachment style. That's why I act the way I do in each relationship. That's why I make friends with these types of people. And then I don't have too many friends. I'm like, but then it all goes back to like my parents, the way I saw a relationship built, the way I was taught to create one in which I really wasn't. So the whole point is I'm trying to make myself secure like rather than be insecure anxious so that's the new like path and i just fucking figured this shit out like a week ago and i'm just accepting it but like it's a lot i can i can see how that works because like my relationship with my parents is really good but uh, but then their relationship too like the fact that oh you're yeah, watching but what you're saying is important but also how you viewed your two parents. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I never thought of my parents' relationship any, as anything other than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, my relationship with my parents is really good. I usually don't think to reach out to them as often. Yeah. So I could definitely see how that was reflected in my marriage and how like I gave 300% effort when I wasn't, when I was there for it yeah otherwise i was just doing my own thing kind of and i can see like i one of the biggest problems was i was focusing on myself way too much i wasn't Mm. giving her enough attention so in a way i guess i would be like kind of avoidant like you in a way yeah it's like it made sense to me Mm. and then uh when i was finally like when all of that was like brought before me and i was ready to make the change and like you're like put in the work and then she was just like, it ain't worth it anymore. Mm. Yeah. Womp. <laughs> no, it gets to that point. But the, For I, sure, for sure. I think once you like understand what's that, what is actually happening and why you do those things, you can yeah. sort of fix it. I yeah. mean, obviously it's too late. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, saying, and like, I'm not, I'm not going to dive deep into like the details, mm-hmm. but like I think... I was avoiding it for a good reason. Avoiding it because you thought it was just like, we're married, don't have to really try. No, like I needed to. Or you just wanted your own Yeah, I was getting... Like, I was avoiding because I felt... uh, (laughs) I said I didn't want to get into this, and now here I am. I don't want to get into the marriage part of it, but I do kind of want to break down the psychological pieces yeah um i just didn't i didn't feel liked you know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I felt felt pushed away yeah yeah um 
I, I have yeah, a feeling talked down on uh, emotionally yeah manipulated or abused mm. yeah, yeah and i don't know the full story and we don't have to do we it don't have here, to do that but, but yeah i have a feeling i don't i'm see, beyond it now i don't see too many like secure people in relationships no i don't know like trying to f- i know cameron's totally anxious right in his and then me is he still seeing that girl i'm anxious i don't know it's not like he's in a relationship but he the way he like uh the way he talks to these girls right, and right. feels about it like she didn't text me today she didn't respond like he totally blocked a girl because she didn't she didn't text him for one day <laughs> Like, oh, that's how he is. It's kind of like all or nothing, which is not good either. Yeah. But, man, I wish I would have taken note. I sort of did, but there's just so much. It's kind of like... So, the podcast, I'm trying to, like, come up with an identity for it. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. it all revolves around sort of, like, psychology. I mean, that's the only thing I'm really... That's the base for everything, psychology right. of this psychology of that it would be nice uh i mean like you could only give layman's like perspective yeah. It'd be nice right. to have like a professional on hmm. then again i feel like doesn't didn't joe rogan do that a shit ton or yeah they're similar we i mean yeah we could get a professional on mm-hmm. but i'm also like learning about it almost like right, studying right. it okay not saying i could become a professional i don't want to go to school but i want to like it's like a side mission yeah, i got me. you i got you so if i if i do that then uh what the fuck was i just gonna say have okay i'm like the off i'm like the crackhead version of jordan peterson basically <laughs> that's how i see it but the whole point was i'm trying to figure out like what the message is here and i kind of want to drive it toward like because our target audience would probably be like young guys. Right. So I'm going to try and drive it to like a more masculine, make long, people more masculine kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Not I'm, all I'm, the way red pill, but like. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. Um, Definitely. If you want to be masculine, then mm-hmm. lean into being masculine. It's yeah, it's a good thing. It's I not a horrible thing. I think we're missing it. That's why I want to like right, talk right. about it. Right, right. I'm, yeah. As society. As long as we don't uh, fall into the like. Men, when you're yeah. when you're looking for a woman, you gotta be in charge of them. You gotta you gotta control. Them. I've seen dudes talk like that, and that shit's. In a that... way, I kind of agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, someone has to be in control. There's one person in control in a relationship. I mean, definitely, you can have someone lead. I don't know if saying in control is one person a has to be the adorer, and one it. person has to be adored. Yeah, like there can't be two. And so you're making a sacrifice if you're letting the girl adore you. Because then it's just like you're sitting there, you're the prize now. Right. But if you're the adorer, you're super emotionally invested and then you can get hurt. And that's that when you me. become attached. I I can feel that. Yeah. But people don't like know this shit. They don't go into a relationship with these tools. And that's why I like I know I'm totally not ready for one, but that's why I'm learning the shit so I can become ready for one, you know? I remember that's what life's about. I remember listening to. I think you said it on Wamagonzo. There was a there was a while where I was working. I was just listening to. Yeah. Musty World Wamagonzo. Blah blah blah. Hell yeah. Back and forth. Uh, you said something about wanting to get back into your faith or like lean back into your faith. Yes. So that's the same thing too. Like the meaning of life. Girlfriend. Get married. Have kids. Right. 
Yeah, do I, it all um, with the God aspect to it. Yeah, yeah. So I've been getting back into it. Mm-hmm. I've been going back to church That's good. by myself, yeah. and yeah. then um, I've come in contact with with this girl who's been helping me a lot with uh, basically integrating into the community is what it seems like she's uh, guiding me into. What is she like? A Christian? To Catholic? Perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm Catholic yeah. through and through. Yeah, I've gotten back to church too, and I spoke with my grandma. She's like, "You need to find yourself a nice girl from like a little." She said youth group, but she didn't mean youth group. Right, right, right. <laughs> <I'm not fucking laughs> Did you ever go to a youth group? I look at Catholic school as kind of like one That's big fair. youth group. I never did. I went no, to public I, school and never, um, never joined any kind of youth groups or anything. Mm-hmm. They sort of forced you into it in right. a way. Um, have you been going back to Saint? St. Dominic? Yeah. I didn't know if nope. wanted me to drop that on there. Mm, it's just the church. Oh, we already <laughs> dropped we already dropped our locations anyway. Yeah. No, I've actually well on my side of town there's a couple churches I went to. Dude, your side of town is where it's at though. For it's it. fucking nicer. Everything this like the west side is the retirement village for Catholic like Catholics in general. Yeah. I was at St. Dominic, it was all old people. Oh all, yeah. all old. And it usually is though, because like young people sort of don't go to church. Right. Um, well, all the young people are on the east side. Mm. That's what it seems like. I don't know. I went to I went to uh, All Saints Day Mass and it was packed. And mm. I was at Gertrude's. Yeah, I don't think I've been to that one. Yeah, but yeah, dude. IHM. IHM. Immaculate Heart of Mary. That's There's a, a couple of them. Yeah, they do a Spanish Mass. Yeah, I'm gonna try to bring a Spanish girl to the Spanish mass. So, um, start a family. <laughs> so my family, my family on my dad's side, uh, we descend from Maronite Catholics. Uh, I I consider myself ec- ethnically a Maronite Catholic. I wouldn't consider mm. myself actually one just because I ha- don't go to yeah their church. There is a church in Cincinnati that is Maronite, and I want to go. The liturgy's all in Arabic. That's dope. Yeah, I don't know a lick of Arabic. I really should. <laughs> I know more Japanese yeah. than I know Arabic. Damn. There's so yeah, there's dude, there's like too much out there that I want I want to know more about the Bible and about the church. I feel like I don't know enough from like I could tell the stories but like what they really mean. If you're trying there. to get involved, you should just come with me. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do it. Right, right. Bro it out. Bro it bro it out. Crusaders, bro. brothers in arms. It's dude, it has kind of that like it sounds cringe but like I think that's what we need to do. That churches used to be cornerstones in communities because yes. it was a gathering of the community too. Yes. Yeah. We've lost that. We're losing We've lost it, bro. that. There's so much like evil out there that takes you away from going to church. Right. Or even thinking of God. And this is good. I've I surrounded myself with a bunch of like God fearing men and that's important. Yeah. It, it's definitely a different feel. I mean, like, I surround myself with, like, good amount of friends on my mm. armored combat team or pagan. Oh, but fuck. honestly, I'd rather be around someone who believes in something than be around people who believe in nothing. That's true. It's a fine line. I don't know too much about pagan people, but it's a fine line because there's, like, are you worshiping Satan? Very true. I, I don't participate in any other stuff, but... Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to... Like... I, I definitely like to wear uh my catholicism on my sleeve mm-hmm. like you know what i mean absolutely yeah 
Yeah, I'm not trying to hide it. I wear the cross, the Maronite cross on my breastplate. So. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That, that's what we need. So that, that we're going to figure this shit out. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be God. We're not going to be out here fucking bitches. Right. I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm not, but you know, we don't have to get into that. God, just basically follow the the commandments and all that stuff. Yeah, be a good person. Be go to church. <laughs> be good at church. And then you no, know, go to church. Oh yeah. You know, uh, be a part of the community. And then, honestly, I see it as like we're fighting against evil. That's how I see it. In a way, for sure. Everything is a war to me. So now that we're t- since we've been talking about <laughs> faith and religion. Um, I was talking to uh, some people at church about this. What do you think about the whole, like, just things in general regarding supernatural or the supernatural? Well, I feel like the church believes in supernatural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, like, but have you had any supernatural experiences? Because no, I've got plenty to I talk pray about. That I never do, honestly. Would you like to hear some? I've got, I've got a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. That's um, why you're here. Yeah, not, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> not all of them are uh, my stories. I, I can tell mine. My favorite one to tell is that when I was a sophomore in high school, my brother, two of my cousins, and I go out to um, uh, West Virginia, West Virginia State Penitentiary. Ooh. We take a tour, and then they at uh, sundown, they just let us loose and let us explore. So I go down into the boiler room. The boiler room is where the warden's pet was. This place this place was on uh, Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters and whatnot. So Yeah. Pet. If you want to look at it, like watch one of those episodes, people listening. And um go down into the boiler room, the warden's pet was, and he died down there because what kind of pet? Huh? What kind of pet is it? Like like he person? was a snitch. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Their pet is a it person. It was a dude. It was a dude who got to live down there because he snitched on people. and whatnot. He got special treatment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I should have definitely explained that way better. Anyway, so uh, people would go down there and they'd get a lot of activity from him. I go down there with my, one of my cousins and some other dude on the tour, and we're just getting nothing. I'm getting nothing. I'm sitting in the corner where you're supposed to get the activity, and finally I was just like, hey, I heard that you... uh you were a snitch and like you told on a lot of people that makes you a bitch snitches get stitches and i got growled at no yeah you heard a growl yes i heard a growl was to the i was like sitting down it was to my right growled at me from from like a darker part of the corner so i stood up and i was like all right guys i'm walking out i walk upstairs and i usually don't tell this part but i like i turned looked up at the window and there was a shadow staring at me through the window right right bro this is like giving me goosebumps every time i like listen to this shit all right we went into um the psych ward who was up on the top floor and i uh like we were getting nothing and i was like hey if you're here fucking do something and uh, right above me something just slammed like in the ceiling there was like a bunch of shit hanging from the ceiling something slammed almost put me on my ass my cousin, my cousin was in the room they called the sad room because you'd go in there and like you just feel real sad out of nowhere. Something flipped his hat off. No, right off of his head. Yep. <laughs> I would not fuck with that. No, no, like the the part that actually like made me jump and freak out the most were mannequins. 
Mm. I'm in the dark. I move around and I and I look look down to the yeah. floor below and there's like these caveman mannequins for like their Halloween uh, thing that they Bro. do there. And it made me jump and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's just a caveman. Piss myself. Yeah, right? You Let's, like you like that stuff though, like you like to sort of egg egg on the spirits. N- no, I don't know what was I don't know what was up with me. I don't do that. <laughs> um, I I'm not a fan of. Bro, what if like because they I'm can not get a fan attached of, to you, right? They can come yeah, back with I don't you, know dude. why I was into it like that. I'm definitely not now. Uh, I I mean, like speaking with the dead is a sin. Yeah. It's a taboo. Is it really? Yeah. No shit. Right. That's not something so, I would want to do. Right. From like, uh, yeah, because I don't want it to like be attached to me, come back with me, mm-hmm. and then my life is forever just fucked. Like, it's interesting, and I mean, like, I definitely am interested enough to like see activity, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to communicate. Yeah, I'm not communicating. Yeah, you always want to see it, and then when it happens, you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> you're like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for this. It's like it's like going and looking for car crashes. Yes. Uh, speaking of, I don't know if I told this on the last podcast. But I was driving. I went, went to go get myself a, a scoop of ice cream from Graders because I was, I was feeling like I needed a treat, you know. Yeah. So I got my vanilla cone in hand. I'm about to pull out of the driveway or the parking lot. Lights green and something stops me. I just hit the brake. I don't move forward. Two cars head-on collide right in front of me. What the fuck? Right. If I would have moved forward, they would have sandwiched Bro. me. I could have died. And they got wrecked. That's God, I think. <laughs> yes, probably. I'd, I'd say so. Pull over. Um, I go into a nearby driveway to call the police. Mm. Some dude already sprinted out and was calling. So I was like, all right, that's fine. Yeah. Woman had to be in her 80s. Gets out of the fucking car. <laughs> not hurt. She's walking around. Just, yeah. Just being old and tripping like, oh, what the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Probably on medication. Did dude. I do that? <laughs> Yeah, old people shouldn't be driving, period. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of, um, I've had, I don't know if this is exactly a paranormal event, but I did wake up one time and I had sleep paralysis. Ooh. I'm on my back Fuck. and I'm like, I'm like, all right, something that something's not right. And I could, I was, I was sleeping in my parents' basement at the time and I could hear two voices talking. One was feminine. And one was really deep. What the talked fuck, like dude? this. <laughs> what the and fuck? And like I it sounded like gibberish for the longest time. And then finally I heard the deep voice say, Complete. And my like everything in my body was screaming like to get up or to get away. And I like said a prayer. Dude, it fucked you. I said a prayer and like calmed myself down. I finally got to move. I went complete. straight upstairs and I thought maybe I was like, it's probably just my parents talking in the kitchen. Because mm-hmm. you can hear from the kitchen from there. And I go upstairs. The only person who is uh, who's at the home is my sister on the second floor, and she's mm-hmm. been in her room the whole day. She was like sleep napping or something, and uh, yeah. And I came and was like, "Molly, please tell me mom and dad were home and just talking." And she's like, "No, they've been gone all day." Okay, I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Did you go back down in the basement after that? Eventually. Yeah, just, yeah. Um, I've definitely become less, actually, less scared of of all of it. Yeah, yeah. I think if, um, if you're uh, if you're if you're confident in your faith, yeah, I, that's what there's it nothing is. to if be scared like, of. If you're praying it off, it's like God's got your back. In right, that. man, deep shit. 
You want to hear a crazy, crazy one? Like, I, I, I got two more. I got two more. One short, one's got some time on it. Yeah. So, they're, these are both my dad's stories. Um, they're both dreams. So, my grandfather died in uh, 2009. And every now and again, my dad will have dreams, like, about him. And one of the dreams... Gosh, this is about to be a two-parter. So, one of the dreams, he's, in a, he's just in this crowd... And there's so many people, almost like Times Square, crowded. Mm-hmm. And he sees a guy through the crowd who's staring directly at him. And uh, my dad's just standing there, and this guy just starts moving. He starts swimming through the crowd, beelining straight for my dad. And he finally gets up in my dad's face, and he goes, Your dad watches you. What the fuck? And my dad woke up. Uh, like Later, he has another dream where he's sitting on a bus, and my grandfather is talking to him, sitting beside him and talking to him. My dad's just listening for a while, and he stops. And he goes, "Hold on, how are you talking to me right now?" He's like, "You, you're dead. You passed on. How are you talking to me?" He said my grandpa just laughed, and then my dad woke up. Okay. Now, see the dreams are more just like, yeah, dreams are weird. It's like yeah. you got to interpret those how you see them. Right, and so the last one uh, was a family friend came to us and. Uh, I I'll I won't use a lot of the details in it, but she had a family member who passed and uh, was asking my dad if he thought, like given all the details, if the, they would go to hell or not, or like go to heaven or hell. And my dad's like, I don't have the authority to tell you that. Like that's not my. Yeah, he's like true. I I can't make that judgment. Um. Later that night, my dad has a dream where he is sitting at a table and there is like a man a really tall dude standing in the corner in the dark there's a radio and a microphone in front of him coming out of the radio is the voice of that family friend's relative talking like a mile a minute just shouting and whatnot my dad's trying to listen he's trying to he's trying to talk in the microphone like calm down like like i'm here like talk to me mm-hmm. uh and my dad leans in and goes are you in the light and the dude in the corner moves toward my dad and gets in his face, and he's like pissed. And my dad's like, he's like, I, I asked a question I shouldn't have. And then he woke up. Hmm. It's like I, I saw it as you, you're not supposed to talk to the dead. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah, dude. Your your dad tells you all this stuff. Yeah. That is interesting. I don't even know how to like, cause with dreams, you know. Right. Right. So it's hard. It, because like you can look at it as either you can interpret it. You can interpret dreams. But you can also look at it as like dreams usually don't are just random. Yeah. You know, could so, have just been something that was on his mind, and then it just popped exactly, up. exactly. You never know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brain's I think, confusing. I think Freud says a lot about dreams, or one of those people. Really, and, and he's he's pretty much like figured out humans like i know each step I know of the Freud, way um had a lot of like shit when it came to like psychosexual shit but i didn't yeah. know he well, talked about dreams that was, i believe so and that was like his his stigma was like he was the sexual guy and then so everyone's like oh he's a weirdo don't believe him i mean he do be kind of a weirdo in a way but he's fucking we 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 all say his name for a reason like he, he did enough. something for the right right psychological world whether he was a fraud of Freud, the fraud of some sort, <laughs> but <laughs> him and then Carl Jung, those are the two like big ones. Yeah, Pavlov. 
Yep, Pavlov and his dogs. Right. Who was the one who did the wire monkey and the and the cloth monkey? Mm. I know what you mean. It's like the wire. It was a wire monkey mom that gave food, but then there yeah. was the blanket monkey mom that didn't give food. See, these are all topics I would love to know more about, so we could speak right. yeah, on. I, I took AP Psychology, and I'm just yeah. blanking that, on that's it all I, right now. That's how I know those because I took a few in college. But a lot of what I do is like too much comedic, too much sort of red pill, just like say fucked up shit to mainly to get clips out of it. Right. So then when it comes to like talking about the real shit, I'm just kind of like, uh, I want to get into it, but I don't know how to like break it down. Yeah. Something I wanted to ask you actually is that every time we've had a podcast, like I mentioned in the last one, you made a clip mm. out of it, mm. that um, a big change happens. Yeah. Usually every time we podcast. Have you had a big change recently? Just a change of mind, I guess. I feel that. I definitely feel that. I mean, like, I'd say getting back and, like, focusing and honing in more on my, my faith and in the yeah. church, that's definitely a big move. That was the big change. For sure. Um, yeah. I took a trip to Houston, I'm pretty sure, after our last podcast. Yeah, yeah, because it would have been the beginning. It would have been before October 4th. I went October 12th. So, yeah, I went to Houston, Texas. That was fun. Damn, dude. Yeah, I want to fucking go there. Went to the Ren Fair down there, biggest in the country. Fuck, I want to go to Texas, dude. Yeah, it's slick. <laughs> yeah, I think the trip is what did it, was set it all into motion coming right. back. It's it's definitely nice. Japan's coming in December. That's that'll yeah. be fuck. That'll be that'll sick. be wild. Yeah, I viewed I'm a lot for it. I view a lot of I viewed a lot of evil in the places I went, especially Vegas. There's just oh, like a Sin City. You know what I mean? Literally, just like. I was in the fucking strip club talking to a stripper, and I'm just like, you are going to hell. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. <laughs> or just, like, telling her, like, I shouldn't be here. There's something I, unsettling about right, this like, place. I mean, like, I definitely, I don't think you should adopt the whole, like, look at this person being, you're going no, to I, hell. I, no, I mean, that's like, the wrong way to do it. Yeah, it's definitely the wrong way to do it. And it's not really, like... All, it was also, she way... was like, kind of annoying me, and it was late. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. And I was just like, I didn't know how else to put it. And she's like, yeah, baby, I'm first in line. I'm just like... Okay. <laughs> I just mean like, yeah, that definitely the one problem that I think older generations have is like being I mean, I, I'm all for being fire and brimstone. Yeah. But but like you're never gonna you know, like what you want you want as many people to be saved as possible. Yeah. You're not gonna do that by like chastising people and like totally. shaming them and stuff. Never. I don't it's, want to do that. Right, right. It just right. comes out. Yeah. But the thing I was told by my grandma, she's like, just tell people like I'll pray for you. And then just leave it at that, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'll pray for you. And they could view that however they want to. Honestly, like, and yeah, and like, I feel like a lot of people scoff at that. But like, when someone says that to me, and obviously I would feel this way because I'm a believer, mm. it it hits. Yeah. Like, it, it it's nice it's like, to... please do. <laughs> yeah. That and like, it's just nice to know that there's people thinking about you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know that... Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I do pray for all my friends, like like pretty much every night. Really? I I just add in everyone that I that I think about, and then power powerful thing. Yeah, I usually find myself. Um, I'll pray right before I go to bed every night. Um, at least most nights. I feel like sometimes I skip it. I'm yeah. not thinking about it, unfortunately. Uh, I <laughs> I find myself like rattling off just a list of names at one point. Yeah, I think that's. 
so that sort of ties back into my weird relationships with friends. So it's like, I'm over here quietly praying for you, but I'm also like not reaching out to talk to you. It's like, we, it's weird. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about you. Nobody, yeah, nobody's perfect. I'm trying to be, I think that's the thing, but I have a lot of good friends. I would include you. Yeah. And like you guys reach out and it seems like you all have friends and you have stronger bonds with people. And I don't feel like I'm the greatest just because I don't tell people like how I don't show people that I care enough. Yeah. Um, I can tell you in regards to our relationship that you don't need to. I think some people do need that. I, I know I know where we stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially like yeah. in the past, some uh, like some things said had like strained our relationship due to other people viewing you negatively. Oh, yeah. but like, I didn't, I, I didn't let that, like, even when they would like bitch to me about you, I would, I didn't let that. <laughs> what for hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Back it's when like, I was just on, like when you were just saying some stupid shit and I was racist. like, I was, yeah. And I was like, that's, I was like, that's my friend. He's yeah. like, if I, if I, I, I would was, be doing, I would be doing a disservice if I gave up on you like that and just like yes. cut you out of my life. Cause like, look where you are now. I've come a long way from that point. Right, Honestly, right. I wouldn't want to be around that guy. I wouldn't want to be friends and with that. Understandable, guy. but like you know, some people, you know, it's it's nice to have friends who stick stick it out with mm-hmm. you, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm thankful to have Jimmy. I've known him literally my entire life, and yep. like we've in a lot of my friends, like and like that you even went to school with, like they've been yeah. in my friend, they've been in my life just as or not just as long as Jimmy, but like since I've met them. Mm-hmm. Which I, I know quite a few people who don't have their childhood friends anymore. Yeah. Or or really that That's many That's really all, all I got is like the people from school or high school. Yeah. And then now the comedy friends are my new friends. Right, so right. now they're like teaching me how to be friends. Like the dude who was on my last podcast, like he's somehow like a super good friend. He knows how to like check in on you, all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I need to be more like that. I need to just be like, hey. I don't know. He said he likes to hug and say "I love you" a lot, and I'm just like, that's how I am with my armored combat guys. I've known them for like two-ish years, mm-hmm. but they are like I I bleed for them. I bleed yeah. for them anyway. I I bleed I bleed for my brothers. I just can't yeah. say it. I just can't say the word. You know, makes me feel kind of gay. What brothers? No, like just be like, I love you too, man. Yeah, because um, when I, they say it, like, oh, now I have to say it back. Fuck. I feel like at one at one point there's just there's no. I like yeah. I I definitely don't have any shame in saying it because like yeah, you shouldn't when you're when you are there for someone and when they're there for you mm-hmm. it just like you know, the relationship changes that way it's like these guys I've known for two years I would call my brothers within a heartbeat for sure that's how I see it brothers and <laughs> men need relationships like that yes yeah men like men need strong masculine bonds masculine relationships exactly yes. dude like that's why I feel like um. As much as I, I I love these jokes, even though they're fucking dark, and like, I've definitely been and deal with uh, thoughts like this. But like when I, I see people on Instagram all the time, their comments are like, "Dude, the sexual tension between me and this the barrel of this twelve gauge shotgun." What the fuck? Like, right? And I was like, I was like, it's like that looks like someone who doesn't have people there for them. Yeah. And there's a you lot. Always, you always people, got that one bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and, and like, bro. <laughs> and like even. 
even when like you you try to be there for them there's yeah. another thing is that like, you gotta let people in too let them in yeah I, th- I feel like there's a lot of uh men probably on the younger side too who uh they value having a relationship above everything else so that um like a romantic relationship so they will shut out every other kind of relationship and yeah. suffer because of it they choose to suffer because all they want is that romantic relationship we both know yeah mutually know someone who's like that yeah a lot of people do that yeah and it's and it's torturous and it ruins your life i would like, say that's more of the anxiously attached people i'd say so yeah but they're like I, without without a romantic partner i am nothing yeah, and they, like their I've, whole life, you can't like make your life about the relationship, right? And I felt that I kind of felt that way when, um, my relationship was falling apart. But like, I took a step back and I took a breath and I was like, my, I still have this life, you know? What I mean, I still do all this shit. Yeah. So like, I I didn't really like. I don't think I invested. Maybe I didn't invest enough. Because I have so much invested in, in things still. You know what I mean? Yep. But it's a good thing. I, I think... Uh, Say yeah. like 99% of a relationship is you just constantly working on yourself. And then right. that shows in the relationship. Yeah. It's, at least that's what I believe. I've got... I actually have a couple notes written on it. I don't know if I need to pull them up quite yet. It's um, it's always nice to reflect on yourself. Um, you could should keep doing that because I feel like if you don't, that's when the narcissism kicks in. Well, like you can't just focus on her all the time. You got like, that too. That you, too. Yeah, yeah. If you want to bring it back to like ancient times, right? You had to leave your home and go fucking kill whatever a buffalo and bring it back, right? So, yeah, you care about the woman, but you have to leave and go kill the buffalo. And she can be like, I miss you. Don't. Why aren't you texting me? It's like, bitch, I, if, you, if I text you, you're cutting into my time of killing the buffalo, which is keeping us both alive here. Right. That's just my view on it now. I think that's a very simplistic, like, oh, like easy way to break it yeah. all down to a, to a base level. That's why I'd, I like to keep it simple like that. So you and can like, grasp it. I definitely it. believe that relationships can work. There it goes again. <laughs> Dude, honestly, if you just power through it, you don't even notice it. Can work, uh, but relationships can work um, that don't exactly fit that bill. But like, I definitely think that it's better to use an example that fits mm-hmm. the majority than to try to use an example that covers every single possibility. I I still think we're at heart those type of like hunter gatherer humans like that, we just have more advanced society now. Yeah, that just made me think about like inclusivity shit. Is like people are so mad that there isn't an absolutely perfectly equal representation of every situation and circumstance. But mm. the thing is, a lot of these circumstances and situations and whatnot that they are demanding are things that are not that common. So why would we push so hard to make said things as common? So like what things? So let's just say like um we'll 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 break this really simple like a sword and a shield. This movie has a sword and a shield. And people are like, well, axes are used sometimes, mm-hmm. but let's say the reality is that axes were only ever were used 10% of the time. Axes are used 10% of the time in real yes. life. So 
why would you try to make 50% of the weapon usage in movie axes? How does that work? You know what I mean? Like, what, what, like if you should be probably, if it were right, you'd be only seeing 10% of movies have axe and shield instead of sword and shield. I'm using a really weird example, uh, but what's like what's the short sword and shield example though? Like, so like that that is the majority. That's like the that's the other ninety percent. Sword and shield is a good symbol for a lot of things. Like to me, it means like you're protecting the girl with the shield, and you're also like going out and fighting with the sword. You know? Yeah. So like you're protecting. There's so many ways to look at it. Like okay, you could say like the shield. Is or the sword is your future. You're just like constantly just piercing through, and then the shield is the past or the present. The present. That, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Um, but like, like what I was trying to say is like, obviously, people would be like, well, what about the relationships that aren't a, like a, 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 a like a shield guarding the woman and whatnot? Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, if if uh. If we're talking in the circumstance I had presented, if 90% is sword and shield, mm. we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Like, we're not going to, like, put this extra special uh, microscope, or we're not going to put the axe and shield under a microscope because not only is that just not the reality for us, it's a reality for way more people. You know what I mean? Or way less people than the sword and shield. I think the axe and the sword are actually probably like the same thing. Right, I'm just they saying that an axe is not purpose. a sword. I, I yeah. maybe maybe yeah. we're not like uh, in the same <laughs> mindset here, or like not in the same point on this topic. It's just the symbolism because you're like axe versus sword, but to me, it's kind of like the same. Because you're thinking weapon, yeah, weapon and shield, Kill. yeah, right, right. <laughs> I do prefer axes. You like to swing. Well, ultimately, well, I I, swing both. ultimately, I prefer maces. Um, in Booher. I like to use it's a it's like a it's technically a single-handed mace, but we call it a hand and half because you can use it in two hands. It's long enough to use in two hands, and I really like that. And most of the time, I don't even swing. I just uh, I like push up and then just use it to grapple. It's funny because I'm thinking of these as like symbols, but you're literally out there using swords and <laughs> fucking right, hitting right. people with axes and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, but that's like. A metaphor for life in itself, what you're doing there. I mean, yeah. you could come up with one on your own. Did I ever tell you the story about how I hit someone so hard in the back of the head that they just fell to the ground? I think so, yeah. How did yeah. that make you feel? <laughs> um, It was like a blur, kind of. Because like, yeah. at that point, so much happened. I was trying to pull him down to the ground. Well, it was only me, a teammate, and that guy left. Mm-hmm. So like, I tried to pull him down, and he slipped out, and he started moving away from the edge of the... Started moving away from the rail, so I just you know cocked cocked back and just sent sent that axe head towards the back of his head. I put a lot of ass behind it, yeah, and that's why it was kind of like a blur. I was just like whipped it, and he just, I just remember hitting him and seeing him go boop, to the ground. Yeah, basically like tackled. Yeah, shit. I didn't knock him out, but it, yeah. the force definitely sent him to the ground. I don't think I knocked him out. That's another thing too is make yourself like a, a dangerous person, like a warrior. Because really, you have to protect yourself and your family, whatever that is. Right. Dude. So, martial arts. I will tell you this. But what you're doing is good, Living alone. I mean, it is martial arts. Okay. Like, that's part of the training. That makes it easier to think. Yeah, yeah. Now that I live alone, 
sometimes I just I just wish I just wish someone would break in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I make it shot, but like that's the thing, motherfuckers got guns. Yeah, <laughs> now they won't they won't just they won't face me hand to hand. Yeah, like yeah, you're. A bitch. I I gotta grab my gun and I gotta yeah. fucking shoot them. So it's like you're a bitch, right? I need a gun now, because everyone's got a gun. Well, I mean, given the way that this apartment works. If I, I think to... a gun might be invalidated, and in, in, like maybe not if I'm all the way down the hallway and they're on the other side. But like, I don't know, bro. If they got a gun, you ta- have to have a gun. Well, I'm talking about like if we're talking about like turning corners. I mean, like you see all the corners in this apartment, super yeah. tight. So I mean, like, well, so you a can lot disarm of disarm them somehow. Yeah, it ha- you'd have to get the jump on them. Exactly. Like if I live alone, I, I like it. that's what I need is a gun. Mm-hmm. For sure, you can't fight a gun, bro. Yeah. You gotta at least have a sidearm. And that's another part of the protection arsenal. Protect your family. Right, right, right. Now you need a gun. Yeah. You don't want to use it, but definitely want to have it. Of course not. No one should be happy about taking a life. Nah, but I'd tell you if someone broke into my shit. But being willing to, yeah. (laughs) You know, I might hit them in a leg or like scare them with a couple shots. um, It's like a revolver. They call it the Judge. Yeah. It's It's a big ass. Use little shotgun shells. Isn't it a big revolver? Yeah, it's a bigger revolver because it, it's got like shells. As, magnum. Yeah, as it's rounds. Yeah, th- dude, I think my friend just bought a judge. They're sick. Yeah. They're, They're sick. I, they'll, they'll, they'll fuck you up. I mean, you get what, like six shots? Yep, roughly. That's the thing you got to think about too. Is six going to be enough? That's why It I'm depends like, on the situation you're in. I'd just rather have a Glock. Right. What, like 30 shots or something? <laughs> Then it's like semi-auto. I don't know. It all depends, dude. Because like, who's coming for you? You know. Right. That's why you don't want to be a target. You don't want to be a target. You want to hope that you never have to even draw your weapon. You know what I mean? I made myself a target last night just by being funny. What do you mean? What'd you do? Like the story I told you about. I said I was smarter than the guy. Oh, right, right, right. He got real like combative. I think that's the word. And anyways, he was like. Just now he he's directed all at me like he needed an answer. He wanted right. to know why are you smarter than me? But and my friends were there too, and they were like, "Dude, you just put a target on your back." Yeah, but it's a learning experience. Yeah, now the, I'm not going to do that. I shit. met this guy at a dinner. And I was once. trolling. I met this guy at a dinner once. Um, he at one point he's explaining something. He just turns to me and goes, he's "Like, I mean, like, no offense, but like, I'm probably smarter than you." And I like just people get at him really and, offended by yeah, that. Yeah, and then they're just like. He just came, it came off super arrogant. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm probably smarter than you. Like, yeah. dude, you work at a fucking grocery store. Fuck you. <laughs> it's just too You're not using, the, you're not using that, those smarts effectively, I guess. But when you say you're smart, it's like you're smart at what though? It's like a few right, things. Right. Like when people tell Can't me, people tell me I'm smart, but like, I don't really. Yeah. Same with me. Like yeah. I do computer work. They're like, oh, you're smart. Right, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm good at computers, they're like, no, you're smart. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I just, smart's a vague term at this point. It's super vague, it's fucking, it's a weird one. Because then, like, okay, we'll prove you're smart. Okay, well, how do I do that? Yeah. Now do I go get you, like, my college diploma or my scores, like, my numbers? How do you prove it? And then that's just like, well, you're good at school. You can't really prove you're smart. Yeah, yeah. Smart you, as being like God, I think. Yeah, You're everything. Yeah, you, you can't just be like, I'm smart. Here's how I prove it. It's more like the situation yeah. will illuminate that you are smart in this regard. Yeah, you just have like insight into certain Something things. I wanted to think about before. Um, I thought about it and 
Uh, I don't want to forget it. I wanted to give a shout out to Jordan. Jordan, I, I wanted to apologize because Udo. I did not tell him about this, yeah. but I wanted the I wanted this one to be a, a different vibe. Do, guarantee he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen to podcasts. So really, he'll never listen. You think, I don't know. You think Jordejo does not listen? I to I don't this? think he does. But I will say he probably was busy, so I'll just assume he was. Yeah, busy. I mean, he's always dude. Doing a dude shit. also lives far away now, so yeah. We'd like to have him. Of course, he's he's still part of the brotherhood. Yeah, there's uh, there are many more sick to death casts in, mm. on the horizon. I can definitely see them. Infinite amounts. Hell yeah. Who is uh, is there someone that you? I'm gonna just pull up notes to refresh my brain. Oh okay. But go ahead. Is there someone who who you haven't had on the podcast yet that you've really wanted on the podcast? As far as like a friend, you mean? Yeah. I mean, like, I could think of a bunch of celebrities I want on the podcast. <laughs> I think, no, I got all of my friends Damn. so far. Uh, how, on how long has it been since you've had Mark on? Yeah, he's one, too. i got to reconnect with it. It's been probably a year or two. Especially if we're jumping back in, if you're getting back into the faith. and For, I don't know if he he's can Catholic. help me out. He's, like, Christian. He's not Catholic. Nah. But. but, I mean, there's you still got someone who... Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he'll he fucking will die about his faith, dude. He's right, probably the most into it than anyone I know. Is he one? I know, like, not all denominations don't focus on it, but like, is he a dom- denomination that like reveres uh, Mary? Yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't know exactly. He goes to Nazarene Church of. Church of Nazarene. I don't know what mm. it is, honestly. No, nah, he's totally damn Protestant. He's totally a Bible guy. I gotcha. So all of that stuff. But I th- he's got some weird like stigma on Catholic faith. I don't remember what it is. Oh. But yeah, he's. Listen, you can be mad that it's the true like Christian faith. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one, <laughs> dude. We are the one. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would like to. I'd like to be on with him. Him and Cameron. Yeah. Are like my my top two to be on the cast with. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you brought up Cameron. I'm thinking about him like as far as keeping him around as a friend. He used to be a fucking drug addict right. and I wanted to just totally cut him out because he was serving me no purpose. So now he's like totally the other way and I'm just like, Holy shit, dude, like I'm glad that you hung hung on. Glad I, I hung on, but I'm just grateful that he's like got a fucking clear mind right. and he's just good because yeah. he'd be on fucking heroin. Last right time now. I saw him, I think he was still in that that maybe. Uh, that pit or the yeah the in between phase. Maybe yeah, it was when uh, he was definitely drinking. Okay. Um, at was it at Fogarty's? It was at Fogarty's. Yeah, he was, yeah. that's when he was on. I still Xanax. have that. I still have that video where like I'm just like recording. He just keeps going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tyler, where you at? Yes, sir. Dude, those were not good times at all. Right. That's that's when I met him, and then I found out like he was just drugs. How did you Herbs, meet him? Xanax. Um, through one of my high school friends that met him through landscaping. Uh, so they worked together, and then well, he went to Oak Hills. Cameron, so it's kind of funny. All the girls I ever dated are like public school girls. A lot of the new friends I'm making are public school people. Yeah. So 
I was thinking about that last week. I'm like, I'm Catholic private school. This is what I am. This is who I am. And then there was people all around me. And I'm like, these people are so different. They're just different in every way. They're public school kids. They went to like four different schools and five whatever. They're just so different. Something I noticed (laughs) is that like anyone that I know, for the most part, that went to a West Side Catholic private school aren't aren't Catholic anymore or at least not practicing. They're probably alcoholics. It like it, it's it's crazy. I think the uh, I think the the churches over here are kind of failing younger people. It's not the church though. I think it is in some regard. I don't see the church. Maybe failing not, not exactly there's the a lot church, of, but like the schools that too. Like I don't. There's something. There's got to be something. Yeah. If all of them, bro, it's the evil sticking, pulling them away. Right. It's what it is. Whether that be like online, just media in general. The church should be able to help guide, though, at some point. You know what I mean? You have to. But then again, like I had said before, you have to put the effort and you have yeah. to lean into it. You have you to have that change of heart. Like yeah, you, it can't has just, to hit you. you can't just sit there and expect it to, to save mm-hmm. you. And like there's going to be obstacles. I mean, like the Catholic Church definitely has had its share of controversies and whatnot. Yeah. Like um, having like, but the faith should be what keeps you not like not the being convinced that the. Like, I always feel like people's problem with the faith has to do with the church and not the yeah. not the faith itself. You know what? Because you kind of have to kind of have to separate that before you can come bring it back. Yeah, together. I, I separate the church and the Bible a lot too. Yeah, like I'm doing things by the church. The Bible. Well, I mean, like gray area. I mean, like the the Bible is a collection of the collection of books that the church is like. All right, we will it's we will basic. Com- this is the compilation of and like most important of our texts so i mean there was an there had to be an agreement to make those that basically yeah tell you this there's a lot of porn addicts nowadays there's a lot of sex addicts yeah there's people who want to have a lot of polygamy in their relationship ah dude i can't imagine i uh, honestly just like never do that right and a lot of cheating too yeah more than ever just because at least as far as i know i've never been cheated on yeah, it's like you think about it, right? You don't really know. Yeah, it happen. It just seems so commonplace when you like look when you're looking at stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, even at one point, you're just like, it could be happening to me. Could, it could, yeah. Yeah, you, you start you stop thinking with reason at that point too, and you get doubt. The smallest seed of doubt mm-hmm. can break someone turns, if they let it. it. Turns into your anxiety, and right. then you're just like, because that's the one thing. Like, I'm not gonna. I'll never fuck. I won't say I'll never cheat, but like I'll never fucking cheat. You know, like I know, I know, I never will. Like I, I <laughs> yeah. could never do it. It would hurt me. It would like physically. I would just think of like I just look at God. I'm like, okay, this is not right. Definitely not gonna be happy with you doing that, dude. Like that's why I had to bring the church back into it. It's because like that's the basis for everything. Right. I'm not gonna cheat because that's against whatever. I, for the longest time, I've been look, looking back on myself, and I was like, "How can I say I believe, mm-hmm. and I'm not practicing, and yes. I'm not praying, and I'm not worshiping?" Because watch if I'm, porn. <laughs> yeah, if I'm accepting that as my reality, I should be adhering to mm-hmm. the rules of that reality. And like, yeah. I'm not. No, well, we just are we losing I it. Pop in another one. Got another battery. Yeah, I got I got more in me. Yeah, me too. So what are you going to put um, for visuals during this dark section of the 
uh, cast. I guess every no, I mean like everyone can just listen to the sound of my voice alone. Hello, listeners. This is John Core, aka the Green Goat, aka JC Panic. It really just depends on uh, what medium you are viewing or experiencing me from. Just want to say thank you for listening to me and Tyler shoot the breeze. It's a fun time. I always say that I hate podcasts, but I love being on them. I definitely do. I actually just really I love both. I I actually really enjoy um I I enjoy listening to podcasts that my friends are on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I I, mean, I like listening to my friends. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's like you can have a conversation with them both, but really just listening. You don't you there's no listening chance for your response. And then I have in. so much to say to you afterwards. Yeah. It's a it's it's I a good thing. All my friends it's a good thing. Them. Like podcasts do suck, but like I I don't know. They're only I, as good as you make them. Exactly. You it's kind of like okay, so there's this game that me and my friends would play. They called it Hotel Cory, named named after me. Because it originally was played at my parents' house when we were like in high school. Mm-hmm. And um it would be one person would be hotel manager and the rest would be guests. And you would have a single light on mm. in the room. And just depending on how big your play field basically is. But usually all the guests are sitting on one couch together. The manager is standing next to the only light switch that is uh, on. They'd say, like, welcome to Hotel Corey. Thank you so much for staying with us. Uh, Especially since we've been receiving a lot of uh, nasty rumors about, you know, disappearances and murders happening in the building. Really appreciate you staying with us. And um, just depending on whatever scenario the guests wish to play out they can be act they can do whatever they want they can act and talk however they want and then the the manager will be like um yeah anyway breakfast is at 7 a.m sharp good night and we'll turn the light off it is now completely pitch black the manager will then act as some evil or malevolent force murderer monster and kill or attempt to kill the guests the fuck this is like an acting experience basically like a role play thing yeah did you invent you, this yes nice so you really ha- have to get into it in order to have fun with it or otherwise you're you're just gonna if you're gonna be like that fucking stick in the mud that's like what, this yeah. is so stupid you're not gonna have fun but like i play like with like richard and jimmy like mm-hmm. they definitely oh I'm a, the boys would get into it um and you can have a lot of fun with it there was one where i was a guest I can't remember who was the manager, but um, we were all acting like we were bodybuilders for a bodybuilding convention. Nice. And then, like, as we're all dying, being killed by this monster, we it, <laughs> we confessed to each other that we've been using anchor arms, like, from SpongeBob. Damn. Like, the fake muscles. Yep. Yeah. And, like, that was that was fun for us. That does, yeah, that, I mean, role-playing with your friends adds, like, a whole new vibe to it. Cause like yeah. it's all in the imagination. There's my favorite story that my friend would tell is that him and another friend are hiding upstairs in the house that we were playing in at the time, and I was the manager. And I was just crawling on the floor and like clawing <laughs> at people to kill them, the and I couldn't find them. I was like, I I didn't think about going upstairs, and I just hear one of them from upstairs go, "Yep," and he said <laughs> he said from his perspective he went, "Yep," and then he heard. As I was crawling quickly up the stairs to come after them, he said, damn near shit himself. Holy fuck. Yeah. And they were like hiding in the corner trying to push each other in front of the other to avoid dying. 
I like this. Sounds fun. Yeah, it's it's a very fun experience. But yeah, those people that you need to like force into character. It's like, dude, just play along. No, uh, yeah, it's like it, we're having fun. We're drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I honestly, fuck. I'm pretty sure de- almost every time we were pretty sober when we played. Hmm. But the first time we ever played it was it was high school. Last time we ever played, we were probably like 24. That's good. Yeah, it's like better than playing video games together. Right. Yeah. Just because me. Like, I, I could just sit. Like, my favorite thing is just to sit and talk to people. It's like, we don't have to be fucking doing anything. Right. We could just be doing yeah. this. We should, um, it's how you know that you are. <laughs> Someone said, like, when you know you're in a good relationship when you can both shut the fuck up and enjoy the, enjoy time together. Yes. But, like, you should be able to enjoy being in the presence of your friends and mm-hmm. that alone. Like, that, that alone. And, like, yeah. oh, it doesn't mean that you can't do things and like you know form experiences and have memories by doing things with your friends but like it's it's definitely a good feeling that you can just sit down and talk to your friend mm. and that's enough problem is everyone just wants to get on their phone and fuck around with stuff yeah that's what i see when it's i'm like hanging they, out like, like their heads are somewhere else yeah they don't mean to do it but like when i make it a point like i'm not gonna sit with my friends and be on my phone and then when i see someone pull it out i'm like what's so important <laughs> Like why? Just in a bar scene, I guess. But right, I think me and the people I hang out with at the open mics are sort of in the same. They're on the same page with that. Like I never see these people have their phones out. Something I've been meaning to ask you is that when you have comedians on, do mm-hmm. they? Do you usually still still feel like they're trying to spin a bit on the mic with you? Like Some do the cast, yeah. And I can tell right away. Right. Usually, yeah. do you, do you like lay into them a little bit for it? No, I just let it let it happen. Right. It depends on the bit. Like, is is it a complete joke or is it like a true story? Gotcha. If it's like a story. It's like okay, you're just retelling it. Yeah. I yeah. It's no. I don't like that style. Like, I want yeah. you to just come on and have a conversation. Uh, That's fair. No, no bits. Because <laughs> some people, because well, it depends. Like, some people will go on to like popular podcasts and just do bits, like. Because they feel like they have to be super entertaining because they now have this, they're on a platform now. Right. So, Something I keep thinking about is that during... It's a people-pleasing thing. During our um, our second, the second time I was on the cast, we, you mentioned someone's name and at the time you weren't at good standing with them, so you bleeped it out. And oh. I have just been like... I've been I I want to be bleeped out at one point. Damn. Yeah. That, no, you don't. You don't want to be. <laughs> why? If I bleep you out, and we're not on good terms. Then why why would you want that? No, no. I just mean about saying something in general. Oh, like if I'm quoting you. Maybe. If I I'm were just to... like I'm eat my ass and then you just bleep out ass. That's what I mean. I just I would oh. just like to hear myself get bleeped out. Oh, I see. I feel like sometimes it is funnier. When uh, a swear word is bleeped out. Yeah. It hits a little differently. Yeah. yeah. I do that more on reels. Like, I leave the podcast usually uncensored. Right. But a reel, I'll bleep it out. Yeah, it adds that little effect to it. I don't know if that was you who were saying that, but, like, bleeping does make it kind of funnier. Um, I don't think I've ever mentioned it before, but I've always thought that. I think if you frame it correctly, the bleeping can be funnier. Mm-hmm. It's usually, like, if you're in a situation where you definitely shouldn't be cursing... Yeah. And you get bleeped out. That's funnier than just like the only other time you could make it funny when you're in a situation where you can't curse is if like you say it 
the curse itself is very loud and everything else is quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has to be spontaneous. Right. Exactly. It's the best way. You can't really force shit or it doesn't like, just seems weird. But yeah. Sit. What did you just say? Oh yeah. I like to keep this kind of like the wild west, you know, like I'll bleep out names here and there, but like usually just let shit go. Right. Say like, I don't have anything to hide. And I'm, I don't have anything to hide for myself. I definitely don't want to dox people. Yeah. So like, I just do that for safety. Right. Privacy. Um, I will say this. Like I mentioned Jimmy, so might as well. Uh, I'll give him. I'll give him a little plug in. Uh, listen to Unrivaled on Spotify, there Apple Music, whatever. That is Unrivaled. They have a Halloween album that came out Ooh. last year. Uh, the hit song on that for me, or the two hit songs on that, are Fiction and terror time which is a cover of that scooby-doo song from zombie island i don't know it it's terror time again <laughs> they got you running through the night that song you've never seen scooby-doo on zombie island don't remember the song uh it's what it's like a montage is while they're running away from zombies scooby-doo? yeah you're thinking of spooky island i'm the, not, the I'm not thinking one. of oh okay. anything like, I don't remember much. Have you seen anything. the live-action Scooby-Doo's? Yeah. They're kind of ass, but I, I enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're more of, like, Cabin in the wood, Woods vibes. like. In a way, yeah. yeah. I really like the scene where they come across this video. It's teaching monsters how to act like humans. Mm. And it's like, this is what not to do. And these guys, like, bump into each other. He's like, oh, sorry, man. He's like, I will crush your bones into yeah. dust. And they're like, let's see how it should go. It's like they bump in bunch of each other. Like, hey, I'm sorry, man. It's like, yeah, it, it's whatever. So, uh, my G or something like that. He's like, hey, did you catch that sports ball game on the blah blah? And he's like, yeah, I am up to snuff on all current trends. And he just turns the camera and goes, word. It gets very meta. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Now, when it comes to that sort of stuff, like TV, movies, mm-hmm. I don't watch it. And then anything I have watched, I forget it unless it's something I watched over and over and over. Um, I have a strange memory. Are you a fan of Rick and Morty at all? Yeah. When I was in Chicago, I uh, became acquainted with someone who told me that her favorite show was Rick and Morty. And I was thinking about it and I was trying to explain. Yeah. I was trying to explain (laughs) that I hate the fan base of Rick and Morty. That's what, yeah, I don't, but I enjoy the show enough. Hmm. Um, and they were asking me like they're trying to like they're asking me to explain it, and I was like, I don't know how other than to just say yeah. it's cringe. Cringe, bro. Yes, it's really. Cringe. I hate when the fan base is so cringe; it almost hurts the art. I hate that shit. Yeah, and I know there's another thing that's like that. But I just can't. Yeah. remember it right now. There's a lot of shit. I feel like anime does that too. Anime does that a yeah. lot. I think a lot of Tyler, the creator's new fans are like that in a way. Oh, gosh. Dude, I miss old Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you have to evolve. I, yeah, I get it. And he did the right thing, and I'm not saying he He's shouldn't have done it. back to rapping. Dude, I, th- I feel like he got rappers rapping again after I, that album. Honestly, I, yeah, I I liked that. It, and it's, it's how rap should be. Rap should mm-hmm. be rap, you know what I mean? Lyrical. I mean, I mean, you look at the album that Roadkill and I uh, released, and I'd say we are rapping in it, but we definitely didn't... Uh, yeah, do any kind of like traditional form. Rap is so like hard to pinpoint. Right. What are you going for? Like you're trying to have these triple double entendres, like make people think, 
Or you're just trying to make a club banger. Right, right, right. It's have so... you listened to the album? Yeah. Drop Die Dangle? I listened a couple of times. You have a... I like the first song. That would be Mastercraft News? Yeah, I like the hook on that. Really? You see, the like, production I... on the whole thing was good. Yeah, that's that Roadkill. Yeah, he's good. So, so like when I when we did that part, uh, Mastercraft News, Mastercraft News, let me drop die dangle, fucking cut me loose. I we I was visiting. This was whenever it dropped. That's when I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The the day it dropped, or maybe like the day before it dropped. We we're in Chicago. We had done. Well, we hadn't even had that song started. Mm. And he was like, "We we need a hook." And I was like, man, I just can't write a hook for rap. I can write one in metal. And then, like, I did one, and I was like, I just grabbed the mic and went, Mastercraft Noose, yeah. Mastercraft Noose. And he was like, I like that. And I was like, really? Yes. So then um, we did, I think it's three tracks layering on top of each other. So I did the ah, and then the oh. Yeah, that's why it makes then, it hit so hard. And then I think I did a really deep, like, Mastercraft news, and that uh, layered properly, and became the final product. And he did yeah. he did some mixing on it. Sounds great. Yeah, and um, I just like I was like this is this feels just so weird being in a rap song. The our all of our tracks are a little odd. Yeah, but like I think it came together. I I, I mean I enjoy listening to my 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 own stuff because it's like this is what I made. There's so much overlap with rap. Right. It's, like, it's the it's the first time though that we've released something and I'm like not hypercritical on my myself. Mm-hmm. There is a part that Roadkill is is uh like keeps kicking themselves for. There is one song and he says, uh walk a mile in these walk a mile in these Medusa boots, you'll yeah. be dead within a mile. I, I like that. I mean, yeah, I was like it doesn't sound that bad, but they were they were beating themselves up about it for a little while. It's it's poetic to me. As long as the line hits like in a weird, like you can view it in a poetic sense, then it's good. Yeah. Like it, it stands alone. It makes because now I'm picturing the boots, the Medusa boots. Mm-hmm. So he does a good job of like illustrating things. That's really what it's all about. If you can picture, if you're good at making people picture what you're talking about, that's really all that matters. One, yeah. One thing I really like about how Roadkill um, writes and uh, spits is that there's just portions where they will just like, they have something like really emotionally charged and they'll kind of eschew the flow a bit yeah. to just get it out. And well, you said you it can, was more of a punk type of vibe. Yeah. Like, like offbeat. you can feel, um, I'll, I'll even quote the part that I like when, we, oh, when they're like, I know your mom and your grandma, we have matching tattoos. Uh, I've, I haven't cut my hair in years. I'm still loyal to you. You can take the city. I'll run to the hills. Just want you to know, I never wanted to take those fucking pills. Mm-hmm. And like, it definitely didn't adhere to the flow, but like, it it was charged. It like it, you know. I mean, it it uh it made its it made an imprint. It, because uh, you knew what he was talking about, or that just too. The sound of... But like, just I'm just just talking about the energy put into it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that he does that. I in a way, I was like, I viewed it as, oh, he's like a white rapper, so he doesn't really have flow. <laughs> Not, but he's um, purposely doing Roadkill it. Roadkill does right? have throw, flow, but just yeah. sometimes purposely throws it out so they can get, you know... To know uh, that that was make, done like, on purpose... To make an intentional impression there. Makes me like it more. Right, right. They're doing it on purpose because it stands out more. Yeah, the punk aspect. Well, I almost never 
I feel like I almost never do, and I can't stand yeah. to do it. So yeah, it's Me just too. not my forte. Me too. It all has to fucking flow. It all has to sound like I'm a I'm a rapper. A lot of times when we would make music together, I would get so mad because you would just be like, "I'm jacking my peen and I'm I'm blowing it and <laughs> that." But there's the one time when we made pilot, and you were mad that my lyrics were like childish or whatever. Maybe a little bit, but like when we did pilot, you your 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 stuff was um, immaculate mm. and your flow was amazing, and like it, it all seemed like you didn't put any time into it either. It all comes down to writing. Yeah, like slopes like Alaska, sniffing coke off the casket. That's why I'm late for my classes. Filled the tray f- with some ashes. I wrote the fuck out of uh, that, dude. <laughs> I I love the I'm flyer than a maggot, like that. All that flyer stuff. Flyer than a maggot. Yeah, oh, it felt dude. like I, I imagine every time I listen to that part, you're just like putting your hands up in the air, like uh, than a maggot. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. Yes, because when I write, the it all is a flow. Everything I'm saying is a flow. I can forget about the flow entirely, come back to it, read it, and I pick it straight back up again. I'm like, this is how it has to be said. Mm-hmm. Like, I can just, I feel it. Right. I know how it has to be said. I need to write more. It pisses right. me off. Um, Yeah. I've been freestyling I, shit. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know I go by John Core on the casts, but mm-hmm. on the rap side of things, I've actually changed my stage name to Green Goat. Green Goat. Just like, with that's my name for... Uh, armored combat i think it just really suits me i didn't have to i it, i didn't think of it up someone called me the green goat and i've been yeah. the green goat since which i preferred that hmm? yeah i think you have to pick a name and stick with it though yeah i think i think i finally found it that's good then again like if i mean look at look at tyler the creator and how many times he's changed his name or like given himself a different nickname yeah well he does like alter ego kind of things. right right which is cool too. I guess you could say, um, but I mean, like we released that EP as Roadkill Christ and Green Goat. So yeah, not John Core, not John Core, or JC Panic, JC Panic. I mean, I'm all of those things, mm-hmm. but I think Green Goat will be the standing name or like the standout name now. Yeah, I don't really like musty. I like the river part, but not the musty part. Right. At some point, I want to cut that out and just be like River Tyler or something. Like I like that. River Tyler. It's but the musty part, I. It means something. I gotta like get through the mustiness, and then I can. I'm no longer musty because I'm rich now, bitch. Fuck you. Right, right. <laughs> I, did did musty come from Tyler the Creator? In a weird way, like I was coming up with a Twitter name, yeah. And he would say musty a lot. He would say and he was musty. Yeah, I I, I loved it. Loiter Back Squad, in his Vine days. dude. Loiter Squad. I that was a gem. Still love that show. Roquel and I were watching it when I was just last in, um, dude, in Chicago. We're blessed to have that thing, dude. Oh my gosh, it is timeless. It is. Oh, better than Jackass. The um, yeah, for sure. It's just funnier. Like the skits are funnier. Like Jackass is funny to a degree, but then mm-hmm. also it's just like okay, they're beating themselves up. Literally, yeah. Uh, there was a there was a part in the newest Jackass movie that I thought was absolutely hilarious. Is mm-hmm. when they put uh, Aaron and rab i believe in a dark in a room with no lights yeah and they just and started, started messing with them yeah and then they opened up the door for them to escape and it was filled with mouse traps <laughs> and shit that was swinging yeah yeah a lot of that movie felt like filler stuff right yeah but it was um, cool to see but it Lloyd, on the lawyer squad like my, mike g um the detective like that skit Dude, kills me forever the the Real Housewives parody. Well, it's like, are you gonna? So you're gonna bring me a birthday gift on my birthday to my birthday party yes. with the birthday gift? I yeah. send that to Jordo every year on his birthday, mm-hmm. and he, I'm pretty sure he does it to me too. 
Yep. It's the perfect like happy birthday thing. See that that show is totally like imprinted in my brain. I can right. think of exactly what there's, you're talking about. There's like parts of me that um have been altered by that show, like have like, influenced mm-hmm. me. Like so, like yeah. when I'm when I'm acting silly and I want to like just yell out a curse word and I'm like, ah, shit. like that, <laughs> imagine I feel like that comes from like the lawyer squad yeah. attitude. Yeah. But yeah. I have a weird memory, but certain things will like just, I can remember that scene, that show, I can picture right. it. And it comes down to like, if I don't like something, I don't fucking like it. And I'm not even yeah. going to try to like it. Like, I just know if I'm not interested in it, it's fucking done. Because there's too many things that I'm interested in that I need to know more about. Yeah. So, I'll. you got a big ass TV. I do have a big ass TV. Yeah. I pretty much do what you're doing right now every night, just like sit on the couch with the TV off. Yeah. And I'm just like okay with it. I might like screw around on my phone. Um, but if I'm in a position like this, I'm usually writing my book. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about. I, I did. I, I read a piece of my book the, last cast. The poetry book. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? You want to hear a new one? Yeah. Why not? I've been. It's been getting way better. Um, it's good that you're writing. Yeah. It's a. It's a good way to. Uh, to get like bad feelings out and it's whatnot. not gonna get done unless you do it right 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 so um the the one thing i was explaining this to somebody recently i was like this book is such a it is it is basically taking like the things that i hide deepest inside like the most mm-hmm. private intimate parts of me and i'm laying them bare and i the haven't cool thing though is people don't see them as bare it's kind of like abstract Right. So to you, you're fucking pouring your heart out, but then it's not like cringe, you know. Right, right, right. So like for so like it's it's difficult a lot of times for me to to share these things. Yeah. But, um, I haven't shared like my my feelings and faced them and accepted them for so long that it's almost liberating when I share these writings. So yeah. I'm just gonna give a warning that this uh this thing I'm about to read it's it's pretty short. Mm-hmm. But it is pretty heavy, so lay it on me. Content I, warning: I probably won't get it right away. You're good. <clears throat> Numb to the pain, soaking the chambers of my heart, striking mm-hmm. fists against the stone that surrounds, I exsanguinate self. My future is red. The throne is claimed as the suffering c- constructs its palace in my soul. Satisfaction as a scarlet rain meets the water below. My future is red. Crimson motes take flight in a storm of descent. Their voices are whispers bouncing off the walls. The future is red. Slowly, the sanguine rain will cease to produce. Until then, the deluge continues from mutilated hands thundering against my enclosure. My future is dead. The final trace of light takes its leave from the heavens, the realm now under an umbral mantle of sightless oblivion. Slamming my skull into the circumscribing fortification, slowly closing in around me. My future is dead. The hue of the pool below uniting with the sky in a sickening shift, howling into the night as the sun sets on my anguishing existence. The future is dead. Well, that one I did get. Yeah. That one was pretty like bare bones. Yeah. But a lot of good description. That was basically, there's two big like major points. And was, not only, I was in a bad spot when I wrote that. I was, um, it felt like I was in the bottom of a well. Future is red. Thrashing. Yeah, because I'm bleeding myself out. Um, I'm thrashing about in this small enclosure. I'm 
desperately just trying to make something. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm desperately trying to find absolution and that is my frustration is because I'm not finding it. I feel trapped. And then the other one is as I shifted from my future is my future is red. The future is red. My, my future is dead. The future is dead is my perspective as I'm kind of, I'm kind of criticizing myself as I have only been focusing on me, me, me. I've been doing nothing but thinking of Mm. myself and not of myself and everything around me as a whole. So when I'm saying the future is dead, is my perspective shifting to my perspective and myself is the only thing that matters. And that is just not true. And I shouldn't be thinking that way. I get that way a lot, like selfish. Yeah. It's like, imagine like uh, my experience, my experience right now in reality is, is the reality is the only thing that matters. And it is everything in the grand scheme. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not the truth. I'm just a speck. Yeah. And while, when you look at it that way, and while I do have significance, um, there's just more to it than me, mm-hmm. and I need to. I, I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging that. Yeah, and again, it's like your life, though. Right, for sure. So, it's hard to not be. Dang, you just reminded me. Oh yeah, so it's like I do a lot. I feel like I do a lot of things, but really, all I'm doing is like reading, and it's all done in my brain. Right. So I feel like I've learned all this stuff and I feel like I have the knowledge to go out and put it into work. Yeah. But what I'm lacking is the action, right? The real work is not even being done. It seems like I've done so much, but I just was like studying in a way. Right. Yeah. There it's a long journey. It Trying always to be is. more action based. Yeah. That's action, it, not reaction. That too. Yeah. That's where it all comes out. The action. That's how you get good at shit. Intention too intention good good intentions right um i've been i've heard somewhere that like when it comes to faith when it it comes to catholicism that intention is everything yes you need you need to have you know you don't do something because you should be doing something because you intend to do so for a good reason right yeah you know what i mean like if you're going to confess your sins like you're doing it because you're actually sorry for it yeah you're not like doing lip service Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. Something that um something that I learned from my my dad that I uh, was talking to the person who I came into contact recently who wants to like help reintegrate me into the Catholic community. Yeah. Um that you can't receive the Eucharist uh unless you're in a state of grace. Damn. So like you need to go to confession before mm-hmm. you can even do that. Holy crap. It's like I missed church. So I need to go to confession before I can receive the Eucharist again. Yeah. Well, you so have like, to go for a lot of reasons. Well, yeah. Oh, for sure. And like, um, I feel like when you're not in a state of grace, that it can also just be a judgment call from your end. I definitely shouldn't. I don't think I'm in a state of grace right now. You know, but um, I don't think you should skip the Eucharist. That's like the most important no, I'm not sa- part I'm not, of the not church. Saying, well, not saying like I'm going to skip it every Mass. time, but like if I'm not in a state of grace, I have to. I think that is your grace, though, because that's God going inside of you. That's, in a way, that yeah. might be what gives you the grace. That's just a. It's just a rule. Yeah, I've never heard that. I've, yeah, apparently not a lot of Catholics do know it. Is what I'm told. It seems like something they would be against. Like always get the Eucharist. You know. Yeah. That is your grace. I don't know. That's how I would see it. Right. Um. 
but yeah, I definitely need to go to confession. I haven't gone yeah, to confession I, since I was too. a child, I Holy think. Shit. Like CCD. I still need to get confirmed. What? Yeah, that's that's something I always forget to mention to people. I still need to get confirmed. My my parents never signed me up for it when I was uh, mm. a kid. So I'll be honest, I'm confirmed, but I don't know what it really means or does. I'm pretty sure confirmation is just like is officially like you are a part of the church. Mm. You are a Catholic. Yeah, I think the biggest sacrament was like first communion. What is yeah. your? Yes, I've had first communion. Yeah. What is um, what is your confirmation name? I didn't really pick one. I kind of. I just went with, so you didn't even have to pick one, but in my head, I'm like Mike or Michael. Right. But I don't really have one. Because my uncle Mike was my, what do you call a sponsor, I guess, mm-hmm. for confirmation. Yeah, they didn't make that like a big deal. I think, I think I'll just end up taking a saint's name that I um, really yeah like connect with and just go with that. So it'd probably My middle be Saint name Peter. is a saint's name, and your first name is a saint's name. So yeah, um, I was named after John the Baptist. Okay. Yeah, my um, different John than the Gospel. Or is that the same John? No, I think they're Matthew, different. Mark, Luke, John. I think no, that's different. That's what I thought. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, both both my great grandfathers were named John. It's a very common uh, name. Well, and uh, then. You my, rename your kids. My great grandfather from Lebanon was named uh, Hannah, and he changed his name to John when he came to America. Changed our last name too. We we weren't huh. Corey originally. Yeah, it's weird how that works. We we could just like change our last names, and then our yeah. family was just now my different. Dad, my dad says that our name used to be Atia. That's nuts. And then it was like changed to Hori. Mm. Or something of that nature, mm. and then changed to Corey at when they when he landed in Ellis Island, so that we wouldn't get when discriminated you against. Americanized it, yeah, yeah. It's, that's crazy to think about. You could just change your name, and then like your future generations now have this name, right? Like I don't even know where mine. Yeah, came I mean, from. and and it's funny. It's like I always tell people, like, yeah, I'm Lebanese. I'm mostly Lebanese. Look at me. Don't look like it though. And people are like, I could see it in your hair, but like, I don't even know what that would look like, right? <laughs> Um, I have a Lebanese friend, uh, a, a buddy. I went. I don't. I haven't really seen him. I think I've met him once. <laughs> He's a buddy. Not He's like a, a buddy friend. of a buddy, basically. And um, he is Lebanese, and he definitely looks at more than I do. I've got a like. You look at my skin. It's it's my mom's German side coming through. You could say that. You could say it. What the word? No, you can't. No. I know a guy who's pretty much white, but he's uh, what the fuck is it? He just says it though. What is it? What is he? He looks like a white man, but he's like, oh, I just um, forgot it. Dang it. Either way, it's a, is it a racial thing? What do you mean? Like what? What? What you're trying to say? The word that you're looking for? Yeah, well, it's like where his parents are from or some shit. Mm. But he looks like a white dude. Uh, but he doesn't claim like white. He's like, I'm this. Oh. It's it's gone now. I already lost. Is he claiming it. an ethnicity and and but and he, yeah, but not a race, basically. What well, isn't that the same? No. Hmm. I don't know enough, honestly, about either. it. To, to <laughs> I don't either. I'm not gonna make any sta- like claims or anything because someone's gonna hop on, hop on me and be like, Yeah, John, you're wrong. You're an idiot. Hmm. It's this, 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 and I'm just not gonna even risk that. Fuck it. I risk it because I'll always say this. Like, I'm constantly figuring it out, trying to be better, you know. 
It's like you can't be perfect, but I'm. That's the what I'm striving for. Um, speaking of striving for things, have you been to the gym recently? I've been working out from home. Hell yeah! Took a couple of days off though, getting fat. So I don't. Know. Yesterday I went to a different gym, a new gym. Yeah. Uh, my buddy John took me to this like health plex kind of like yeah. club thing. Had like basketball courts, sports club, a pool. Yeah, it had a pool. The, the pool had slides, had water slides. Yeah, Cameron's part of something. It had like, like that. multiple floors. It was ex- it's expensive as hell, but Where's I got in at? with a guest pass. We did some some uh, chest and tries and hmm. stuff like that. Where is it? Um, he drove me there. Uh, it's up north somewhere. Okay, a bit a bit of a drive up north. Yeah, there's a bunch of cool places like that, but it's like, what, like a hundred a month or something? Yeah, like something that. roughly like that. Yeah. Ridiculous. My gym's like ten bucks a month, and I don't even go. Mine's my normal gym is like thirty-seven, mm. and I need to cancel that membership because <laughs> I, as much as I love going there, and I have a lot of buddies there and whatnot, I haven't been there. Yeah, my ex goes there. Mm, definitely need to change. Yeah, and um, I haven't been going there because I've been just doing other things in the. In replacement of training in a gym, yeah, I want to do. I want to go back and train more in a gym, but not that one, unfortunately. I'm At least to, not now. I'm trying to go all in on the MMA thing, just like yeah. Well, it's more about knowledge, and then I can practice the drills on a bag or whatever, and then spar with people and shit. We can do that. I'm trying to go all in, but just become a fucking not a. I want to say like a demon, but just <laughs> become a fucking monster, you know. So I can really protect protect myself and my I mean lady. there's there's a confidence that comes with that kind of strength. It's too. true. So it's the fact it's the a fact that you know you can just defend yourself, <laughs> beat the shit out of somebody. Right. I feel like um in a in a public setting, like <laughs> like in a bar setting, mm-hmm. um I'm definitely willing to grab a chair. Like I don't I don't like yeah. if if someone if someone is being disrespectful and attacking mm-hmm. me, I'm not going to issue my safety for some sense of like i have to beat this person with my hands yeah that's I how i would be like yeah. i'm gonna box him i but i'd it, rather be alive than honorable at the best it, you can do is run point in that in that in that situation the best you could do is run right right or just not get into the situation whatsoever and hopefully there's not a woman there yeah because if there is you have to fucking beat his ass in front of her because if he beats your ass in front of her she will never forget that right that's something you gotta be careful about. I've never been in that situation, so I don't, I don't really know much about it. That's good. Yeah, I don't. Me neither. But I do. When I drink, I do fuck with people more than I should. <laughs> Luckily, it's just little young kids that I'm fucking with, not right. children, but college kids. Right. And I'll beat their ass. So, like. <laughs> but I'm lucky though, because I, if it was, if it wasn't like Mount Adams, if I was in OTR instead, right. and I was doing dumb shit. Obviously, you can get shot, but like, get fucking, you're in Mount Adams. You get fucking jumped. You mess around in the Mount Adams scene. What's that like? They do open mic there, but I was up there for no reason at all. I left a comedy show up there and then went to cross the street. They do like just loud EDM music, but it's mainly just young college you kids. You ever been to the Pavilion? Yeah, well, it's for my ex. The Pavilion. Pavilion. It's like a place called Pavilion I think in Mount it's Adams. On that street. Um, that's where my ex girlfriend used to go. Like all the time and like we'd go with her friends. It's all a, young a, kids. A now. lot. Yeah, it's kids who aren't old enough to drink. 
Yeah. And exactly. and she'd always go there and I was just like, uh, I don't know. That was that was like coming up to the point where we were about to break up and she was spending a lot of time with uh like these like friends that she'd started hanging out with and I was like, Well, I see this relationship going. She's mm. like clinging on to them. Yeah. And she was like I always felt like she was codependent, so she was stu- she was moving away from being codependent with me and being codependent with one of those friends, mm-hmm. and like I was getting mad because she was spending like less time with me and whatnot. But man, that was a bad relationship. That was a bad one. You must have to know the art of manipulation to like defend yourself from that sort of What's, thing. Yeah. Well, the well, the funny thing is, like, I don't. I desire I desire no manipulation whatsoever. You don't want to, end. but if you're gonna do it, do it for good. Right. Yeah, but you also want to learn it so you can like when you see it you can defend yeah, you, it. Yeah, and you and you know when to step away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be right. friends with a psychopath. Damn, we uh, we ran out of battery completely, didn't we? I think so. How long have we been yeah. running for? One forty. Think is think that we, long? I mean, I remember at one That's point longer than regular when we were doing the sick to death casts. We were like in the beginning, we mm-hmm. were like, damn. We need to, uh, I was like, we need to push on and we need yeah. to break the record. And then the last thing to that cast, we broke the record by a long shot. We didn't even realize it. Right. And I know you like to sit down and do the long one. So I'm just like, fuck it. You let it happen. You right, know? right. Um, but if you want to wrap this up, we can we can save more for a different cast. Yeah. I've got so much say, more, but I ain't trying to Joe Rogan experience this and make this fucking three hours. I feel that. I just want to say I've... I've I wanted to say so much, but today I've just been like cloudy. I don't know what it was. That's fine. Then we can leave it at that instead mm-hmm. of trying to grasp yeah. like through the fog. But it was a it was a much needed chat for sure. Um, definitely want to uh, reiterate since we're wrapping up that mm-hmm. like you know, be good, stick to your principles, learn discipline. You know what I mean. Um, be a masculine man of God. There you go. Yeah. Boom. That might be the and brand. Like, you know, uh, you need to not only be self-aware, but you also need to know when to reach out to your community. And yeah, you know, like, I always, saw, I always saw like I, I always felt like I spread myself too thin with how many friends mm-hmm. I interact with constantly, and like, yeah. but I'm blessed to have that big of a fr- a pool of people who are there to support me. And they, um, they stick around even when you are being a not-so-good friend. Like Right, exactly. They're still there for And, you. like, you should never, you should never like, write a friend off because you haven't seen them in a while. Mm-hmm. And, like, thinking, like, well, they're not putting the effort in, so why should I? But, like, it, it's always going to take somebody putting in the effort. One side has to. Yeah. And just know that, like, you know, like, everyone's different. Some people so, are like me and just shitty at forming relationships. Right, so, so it's like, just be there reach out no matter what if they matter to you you should mm-hmm. just reach out and the only time you shouldn't is if it's a like a detrimental to your to you and like to your mental health and whatnot yeah you know who's good and who's bad yeah and one thing dad on that is i'm fucking gay no i lost it <laughs> i lost it well uh I guess I'll do the sign off. Yeah. Wait. Damn. It. Yeah, I'm I'm broken right now. <laughs> no, nah, you're good. I I got I'm my brain machine broke. Let my voice gently guide the listener out. Mm. Yeah. 
Thanks for listening to Musty World Office Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Me. That's how.